0: God, thanks for brownies. <laughs> I don't know who
1: the original brownie maker was, but God bless him. <laughs> God, I take joy in a lot of little stuff like that. And I thank you for
0: the, There's so many cool things that happen to us every day. How uh, yeah. well, your care has worked itself into the way we how we, we do, do this to one another. And we pray tonight, God, you would give yourself uh, a bit more to each one of us that we would begin to recognize you as as an amazing creator who really, really loves us. Uh, Lord, help me to figure out how to speak clearly tonight and uh, uh, speak the the message that you have for all of us. Just encourage us, build us up, and give us hope and and the strength that we need to live for you here at Central Washington University. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Uh, Tonight's talk is called uh, Love is God's master plan. Now, we can't go wrong with a title like that, can we? So a bunch of us went to the World Vision Summit, then the fourth one it was down in Houston. A little bit over 6,100 of us were gathered in this big conference center, and we learned so much about God, but what was way more cool than learning about Him was, do you know what I mean when I talk about the felt presence of God? You get. Tangibly feel that God was in the place. It was amazing. And I pray that a little bit of that will be your experience tonight here at Cali, but that you will so tune in that the Lord is here You begin to sense He really is that real to me. We learned so much about how God just wishes for everybody on planet Earth to know that they are loved. They are cherished. They are cared for. By God Almighty, He has great plans for you and your life, and He loves us so much that He wishes all of us Christ followers to help Him get the word out that He is a loving God who cares and wants to meet the needs of people. He wants us to know that you and I can't partner with Him in making the world a better place. Does that sound like a good way to spend your life, making old planet Earth a better place to live? Yeah. Yeah, pump it up. Jesus, uh-huh. <laughs> so God's mission to the earth is through his son Jesus and, and through the empowerment of his Holy Spirit to bring everybody hope and help and healing to every aspect of our lives. Every single thing that is a human being, all that we go through, he wants to bring hope to us and help and healing for our lives. And that includes our... Love relationships. A romantic relationship. <laughs> Yo, what are we talking about? Hey, what, what do we know about God from His Scripture? We know that God is very relational, He designed relationships, He designed us to be in all sorts of relationships. Why? Because he created us in his image, and he himself is a relationship. Whoa. Theology. God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God is a community, a family, a set of relationships. So why do you think human beings kind of function that way, huh? Yeah. So in. And he designed us for romantic. Relationships, because he likes romance. I would even say he has romantic inclinations towards you in the correct God the human being way. He likes you and wishes to win your heart. To him, that this dynamic give and take love relationship. I say two thumbs up to that. I'm all about love. Anybody else? Woo. Okay. I want you to listen very carefully to the next minute of what I have to say. This is very important. Because I know this whole romantic love relationship type thing is kind of touchy. God knows exactly where you are at in regards to relationships. He knows your entire history. He knows what's in your head, your emotions, your feelings, your hopes, your dreams. He knows you. He has each one of us wired He knows if you've been hurt. He knows if you have a difficult time trusting. He knows if you've had no experience with the opposite sex, and you're scared to death. He knows if you're clueless like I was when I started. I just wanted to pass out whenever a girl got near me. (laughs) I like you, but stay away. (laughs) Oh, you guys, I was such a mess. Anyway, he knows what kind of family you were raised in. What kind of school you went to, what kind of friends you had or didn't have. He knows how, how good or bad you are at relationships. He knows your strengths. He knows your weaknesses. He knows your dreams, your plans, or your lack of plans for the future. He knows you. And really cares about you. Uh, he has hope for you. He has help for you. He has healing for you and for every one of us tonight. And he has not just tonight, but all quarter long, all the rest of your life. He is there for you, 100% committed to you. He designed relationships. He wants to grant you success in them. Does that sound good or not? The Bible is full of this kind of stuff. Tonight's message is about God's plan for male female relationships. Love is God's master plan. He wants us to figure out how to love each other. He knows it's a bit of a trick, but he designed it. Purposing. Perhaps you can gain a bit of encouragement from the story of my poor beginnings in dating, but how great a relationship I have now with my wife. So even if you're a screw-up like me, there is hope for you. Once upon a time, I was a young man in high school. Perhaps you can relate to that, except maybe you were a girl. <laughs> The story of my poor dating relationship starts out rather miserably. So I'm a freshman, I got recruited into the the senior marching band because we are low on trombones. Great, I played the trombone. So what happens after you spend a whole year with the band, they have a band party at the end of the year. It's a big thing. Woo! Band party! And they're
1: dancing.
0: Holy cow, I had a stomach ache all day just thinking about I'm going to a party, I'm going to a party, I'm going, to a party. I'm going to a party, oh dear God, oh dear God, oh dear God, and I'm just doing fine sitting in the chairs on the wall. I'm fine. I'm really happy there. I'm at a party, I'm in high school. And lastly, this older girl in the drama section comes over to me. Oh, I to to Stop it! It was a slow dance. Where are you supposed to put your hands? I don't know! I thought I was just going to black out on the
1: spot.
0: Okay. Calm down. Okay. Then there was the night. The seniors in and, and the Trumpet Department the department the Trumpet section decided they needed to teach me how to get drunk. Oh. Okay, so I didn't know really anything about that either. Apparently you cannot consume an entire bottle of wine when you're five foot four and 117 pounds. That's just not a medical good thing. Perhaps a couple of girls you don't know end up picking you up and driving you home to your parents' house. But anyway, uh, perchance is one of those girls starts dating you because you don't know. And then when a girl says Do you want to go out, you don't know that you can say no. Okay. I'm shy. Sorry about that. Anyway, this is my miserable story, and um, all I knew was, you know, you're just supposed to kiss each other. <laughs> I <I'd>
1: heard that.
0: <laughs> and I found out it was pleasant.
1: <laughs>
0: I liked it. I don't know why. It seems kind of jury when you think about it.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: for many years now I am firmly connected to the god of love at that point I was not in a relationship with Jesus and I've got a wife named Carol and she's really cute and she loves me
1: Aww. and I love her and we have navigated 35 years of living in the sea. <laughs>
0: Amongst his boys, and if you don't think that takes faith. <laughs> and you might challenge the, the Christian doctrine that what kills us is original sin. I think it was raising boys. I'm gonna die because of that. <laughs> I love those little rascals. They're all over 30 now. <laughs> uh, and if Carol and I get to live as old as my mom and dad, we got another 35 years ahead of us! I'm very crazy. Okay. (laughs) Love is God's master plan. Let's look at the next slide. God is the designer of you, of me, and He has a schematic for how you work, He has a schematic uh, design for how love relationships work. He knows all about it. He designed us to be a real help to each other. And the Trinity, God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is the model for our relationship. So, whereas the Bible doesn't ever use the word dating or ever give you any specific instructions on dating, and I know why, because it was written for every culture. So it didn't define anything culturally, because... It's got to be appropriate to your culture, yeah? So, but the way God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit relate within themselves is the design for how any relationship works, including romantic life. way way from dating to marriage. Take that in your head. But think about that. What if we actually believed that? And started seeking after what the Bible said, and started thinking about how God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are related. Hmm. Look that too. He made us to help one another. He gave a man and a woman a completely different way of thinking, and acting, and perceiving life. And he designed us to be a help. Apparently, we need those two perspectives to have all the love and wisdom we need as human beings. Huh. Here's a hint. You guys ever take notes? I'm hoping that we're a note-taking culture. Are you taking notes? Come on. Here's a hint. If there's anything screwed up in your life, or if there's anything screwed up in your relationship, It's probably because you're not acting like the Trinity. So think about what's messed up in your life and think, oh, how would the Trinity do this? There's your answer. So God designed us, male and female, so that we could find a helpmate, a a suitable helper, one who corresponds to us, one who would learn to get us, one who would stand shoulder to shoulder with us and walk through life together and we could get her done. why is there a desire in you and I to find somebody? Why is there a desire in us that somebody would actually know us and understand us? Why is there a desire in us that somebody would never leave us? Because that's who God is. And we are made in His image to help one another, to compliment one another. And dare I say it, to get on each other's nerves, to <laughs> rub each other the wrong way because we're so different. So we'd have conflict, and God could show us what true love's all about. It's not about ooey gooey feelings, it's about honest communication and giving up our way. And then the other person gives up their way, and then you come with our way. That's baby. That's Nate. They just got married. They're going through this. They're in the school of love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we better open the Bibles. They're all messed up. is uh, uh, gonna read for us Genesis chapter two, verses fifteen through twenty-five. I think so. <laughs> designed the woman to exactly correspond to the man. That she would be a suitable helper to him, and he a suitable helper to her. That they would correspond. That they would complement. That they would help one another. That they'd actually leave the woman's family and the man's family and start a new family. Hint, don't be overly connected to mom and dad. very hard to get out of debt and do not go back home. Your generation needs that message desperately. Get a great plan. Execute the plan. Get out of debt. Get married. Have a family. This is God's master plan. And do not think there is some other magical plan that is better than the way God has designed it. Don't think that you are wiser than your Creator who put these desires inside of you. Please don't be so prideful and exalt yourself above God Almighty and think that your way could be so much more significant and fulfilling than his way. How could that possibly be? How wise are you? Take a look at Genesis chapter 1, 26 through 28. Jason has that us. But God said,
1: let us make man in our image, in our likeness. And let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the
0: earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created them. male and female he created. Man. God blessed them, and he said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, and over every living creature. Did you notice that God is male and female? It says, we're made in his image. Male and female he made. Ah. Ah. Do some thinking with you. Have you read the Bible and only thought? Thought what it says of who God is? And how well he understands you as female, how well he understands you as male? He has got you. He is made to be like him. I think here's a relevant, immediate takeaway from tonight's talk. We should just be thankful that God has designed us for relationships. Let's just be thankful for his design. that He he made us for each other. It's a good deal. He knows how to make it work. Hey, God made the sexes different on purpose so that we could complete each other. We speak two different languages. Have, have two very different kinds of focus. Two ways of thinking. Two different views on our living space. We have two different approaches to people. We have two different approaches to projects. We have different approaches on everything. You try living with a member of the opposite sex, and it will drive you nuts. And it will be exciting. <laughs> And satisfying, if and not only if you seek to understand the other, to die to your self will, and, and form together a mutual will. Now you're becoming like a trinity. <laughs> oh, I got excited and then I start preaching. On Do you think that you might need a little bit more of God's perspective? God is all about relationships because he is a relationship. God is eternally in love as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. How would you like to join the love fest? Get in with God. Get in with his people. Learn to relate in a new and loving way that is not just about yourself. Your plans, your dreams, and your wishes, and the football game is all down. <laughs>
1: Let's
0: look at the next slide. I would like to propose to you that relationships are hard. Of course, you may have already known that. (laughs) Kissing is easy, I found out. Relationships are hard. To kiss is not to have a relationship. Anybody can make out and like her. That has nothing to do with a relationship. So... Don't get your priorities all screwed up. Talk more, kiss, less. I would like to suggest there's some reasons why relationships can be so hard. It's because there are two kingdoms. And most of us in this room are transitioning from one to the other. Take a look at Colossians 1, 3 through 3-14. I think it's on my notes if I would pay attention to that. Okay, now who's got that? Got the Bible open. Go for it. Okay, Canaan was the father of. This is Colossians.
1: Colossians, what did I say? Chapter one. Uh, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son. In whom we have redemption through His blood the forgiveness of sins. Thank
0: you. Through Jesus we're being transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's beloved Son. And so in the old kingdom that I was in in high school, all I knew about was you were supposed to see how much you could get. Do you understand what I'm saying? The purpose of the relationship is to see how much you can get. Guess what? Now I'm in a new kingdom. you know what the purpose of the relationship is? To see how much you can give. No wonder it's so hard. You're transitioning. You thought life was all about getting. Life is not about getting. It's about giving when you follow Jesus. What does it say in Acts I going to say 2035. it's more blessed to give than to receive. Hey, and there's two sexes. Boy, oh boy, the closer you get to a member of the opposite sex, you're figuring out, Wow. <laughs> That's exactly what we figured out. People are just different. Different approaches, and you've got to learn that person, just like you have to learn a new language and culture. And love and forgiveness don't come to us naturally, but lust does. Lust is all about taking. That comes quite naturally. I'll take that extra bite of dessert. Thank you. <laughs> have you ever thought about waiting?
1: Would you like the last bite? Mm-hmm. I think you have-
0: I would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, Tony. On in your house. Okay. Ephesians chapter five. There's so much in there. I wish we had all night to talk about this. You just study this for the next two years. Seriously, it says we are dearly loved children of God. We must live a life of love and imitation of Christ. Yeah. We're supposed to wake up and understand how serious the times are, to make the most of our time, and be filled with the Spirit instead of filled with alcohol. And we're not even supposed to have a hint of sexual immorality—not a hint. Oh, there's a lot more than hints going on in this room, and we're God's people, and I know it. Hmm. Okay. Well, there's another. <laughs> I started off in the wrong foot with the whole dating thing. I needed advice. I needed someone to show me the way. That it was more about dancing and kissing. I felt I would sinned too much, and that God wouldn't or couldn't forgive me. Have you ever felt that way? The good news is, if you read this book, it says that anything you've ever done or ever are doing or will do, God will forgive you if you confess your sins because of Jesus. He wants to help you get on his side, and he wants to coach you personally. You will have a personal trainer Called the Holy Spirit. I got so frustrated by the time I was done with college, I was ready to write a book. God, why did you make them different? <laughs> I was wondering, where can I go for help? Where can I get some help on this, God? The next slide might help us. <laughs> by hanging out with God's people and hearing from God's people teach the Word of God, and by letting the Holy Spirit fill my heart with His love, I began to realize the love. But a supernatural thing, it only came from the Holy Spirit. I was only going to learn to love if I hung out with God's people, learned by their example, learned as they taught me the word of God, and allowed the Holy Spirit to change me into a non-selfish man. Because I'm selfish, and I guarantee you are too. Everything started to turn around when I surrendered the control of my life to Jesus for you. Have you done that? Do you continue to do that? Where are we going to find help when it comes related to, relating to the opposite sex?
1: It's going to be right here from the Bible and God's people and the power of
0: the Holy Spirit. I'm thankful for Kim Sherwood who showed me how to read the Bible every day of my life and for Carrie kind who wrote Bible studies for me. Got me into the Word of God. and changed my brain. and When my brain changed, my behavior changed. Hmm. Ever thought the Bible was a wealth of information on dating and marriage without ever talking about dating? It's all in there on how to have relationships. Hmm. What happened by the time I reached my senior year of college? the time I reached my senior year of college, I learned that life was not about me. I learned that life was about serving and giving, making Jesus known. And at that time, God brought a young lady named Carol Bester into my life. Because he knew that I had become marriageable for the very first time. And when I saw her, I knew she was God had done in my life. I could see her as a woman of character, not power. I saw that this was the person who complimented me and had the things I did not have. It's the same way it's going to work for you, too. When you are marriageable, that is when you'll find if you're still all about yourself. Whew. Well, moving to our last slide. Here's some takeaways for tonight. I think we can just be thankful that God designed us for relationships. relationship. You know, it's his design. doesn't freak him out that you like people and are trying to figure it out. Because at that point, somebody will be desperate and they'll see we can know that God is for us and not against us he is all about helping us with our relationships because he designed us for relationships and to need his help and we can know that God's word is our primary daily resource because it teaches us how to relate to God and to others and we can be thankful for the Holy spirit's help we can be so thankful that God didn't leave us for our own resources, but He comes to live inside of us the moment we decide to trust in Jesus, and we can allow more and more control to the Holy Spirit. And we can ask God's Spirit as we're reading the Scripture, "Show me what to do," and He will. Let's pray as the worship team comes. Thank you being designed spiritually. I think you love us very much. You care about us. And that you would help us with our relationships. We pray that in the days and weeks and months ahead, you'd help us to navigate transitioning from being a selfish person to being a spirit-filled, spirit-led person
1: on mission with you. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen.